Welcome back to another episode of the Two the Hard Way Podcast. It is uh, your man, man Chris, checking in with you once again. Uh, man, I'm, I was crazy excited to do this one, um, to do this particular show. I didn't know what it was going to be about, but I just knew I wanted to get behind the mic, and you know, I wanted to give off uh, give off some energy. You know, I was I was feeling good, man. The uh, the weather turned out to be pretty good today uh, down here in the seven five. Uh, on the tail on the tail end of the day, um, but yeah, man, I just been just been full of good vibes lately, man. Uh, you know, despite everything that's going on, we're in the middle of literally a uh, a pandemic. Um, things are things are things are going well. Um, so when when things I feel like when things are going well for me, I just like I like to do I don't know. I just like to I like to give that energy off because I want to receive it right back. You heard me. Yes, sir. Um, whew, man, insecure. You know, I think I'm gonna just lead it with it. Wait, no, no. Let me reel it back in. Let me reel it back in. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna lead off with uh, with insecure. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna lead off with a little bit of sports because I know that's not. It's not gonna be a big part of the show. Uh, maybe like within the first five minutes. It'll be sports talk, and then the rest of that, uh, then on, it'll be the regular old to the hallway podcast, to the hallway podcast format. But you know, this is this is something that's uh, that I've been I've been literally thirsty for. Um, it's the uh, the NFL draft, and of course, the last dance. We talked about it last week. Uh, the NFL draft is probably the closest thing to live action sports that we've gotten in a long time, and for that, <coughs> excuse me. And for that, the NFL and the uh, and the and ESPN deserve a uh, deserve a round of applause from me, because Jesus, Webb, I don't know how they pulled that off. But um, in the end, it was really cool to see the uh, see the guys in their homes, see how people weren't exactly social distancing. But you know, whatever, going to the draft, who gives a shit, right? <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I just I just thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool aspect. I thought it was uh, it was something something exciting for them to, to actually do for the uh for us lovers of sports. Um my boys actually man how about them cowboys? Why I'm telling you, hey, we ain't scored no less than forty this year. No less than forty. Shout out to C D Lamb and the rest of the uh and the rest of the draft picks. Um yeah man. Uh this is the the official beginning of uh of talking trash uh for your football team so you know state who you with and uh say it with your chest you better not jump ship because you're gonna get called out but anyway along with that we had the last dance uh the um, the last dance again on um on sunday sunday night and you know this thing just keeps getting better and better oh my good tv again people are yearning for sports right now out of everything, people are yearning for sports. Yeah, you got food, water, toilet paper, but you know, the cream of the crop. That's that's the sports. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, this episode of the Last Dance it kind of focused on uh, focused on Dennis Rodman and how he was like the silent focal point of 
of uh, of that particular dynasty that they had going on in uh, in Chicago, and they made a lot of good points, man. They made a whole hell of a lot of good points to make you think that it, you should second guess. Well, you should ask yourself if the Bulls would win those championships without Rodman. It might be like, what is this nigga talking about? But like, it's a it's a very valid question, in my opinion. Very valid. But um, all in all, man, Dennis Rodman is as advertised. Um, he was he was wilding in the nineties, as he should have, you know, making a lot of money. You know, you win a lot of games. You on a high profile team. Shit, fuck it, flex on him. <laughs> flex on him. So I mean, I I I don't fault you, Dennis. Probably would have done a little bit differently, but you know, whatever. Teach his own. And let's not begin to uh, to discuss how many women Dennis Rodman had. Like he had, <laughs> he had like top, he had like top notch nineties, uh, top notch nineties woman, women. Like this is insane. And <laughs> like at this point, at this point right now, we need a we need a dedicated documentary around Dennis Rodman. I know ESPN did one. ESPN did a 30 for 30 for uh, 30 for 30 on Dennis Rodman. Um, but I'm talking about like something that gets into like the whole Vegas, the Vegas nights and partying and, and being who he was back in that particular time, uh, back in that, uh, yeah, that back in that particular time, like that, that's wild to see that transition. To see him transition from the Bad Boys Pistons to um, to the Bulls in the late nineties. That's co- like that's like a complete one eighty, and it's so crazy. Like I would like I would love I would pay good money to see uh, to see um, a documentary about Dennis Rodman. Not only the like the the wild partying stories, but more so the basketball stories. Because like low key, Dennis Rodman has been a part of like two dynasties. Dennis Rodman got rings around here. <laughs> he got rings around here. <laughs> like Dennis Rodman said, he put some respect on my name. I think he won. He won two at the Pistons, and he won three. Yeah, he won three with the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken. He was a two or a three. I don't know if he was there for the whole for the, for the whole three P. I think he was, but we'll say he's got two from the Bad Boys Pistons and he has three from the Bulls. Dennis Rodman has five championships. Like he's up there with he's up there with Jordan when it comes down to these chips. <laughs> when it comes down to these chips, it's, they got a whole handful of rings, man. That's crazy. Wow, Dennis Rodman. You know, it doesn't strike me as like he wasn't like a flashy basketball player. Like he would he made himself flashy by by his off the court things and and uh by his off the court things in Hollywood, whatever's. But it's like when like if you take that same person that same athlete with that same work ethic and put it in a different put it in a different body you like nobody would really notice it 
So, I mean, kudos to him for being himself and uh, being himself and using it to his advantage. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's crazy. Maybe I'm just reading out too much into it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I promise I don't have corona. I don't have COVID. I promise. I'm 100% sure. Uh, but, yeah, the last dance delivered as always. We got uh, what six more episodes? Yeah, we got six more, six more episodes, six more weeks left to go. Those of you, uh, those of you who have the uh, who have the link to the rest of the series, y'all are bad people. I wouldn't mind watching it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to find it. Let's put it that way. I respect the artistry. Uh, I respect the artistry and the hard work that it went to uh, compiling all of this. Um, all this good footage and then putting it out in a 10 part series. 10 part series is a little bit overdone, but you know, oh well, like who am I to judge, right? Um, but yeah, I'm not looking for it, <laughs> but if I find it, I might watch it. <laughs> I might watch it. It's, it's not bad because I'm not actively looking for it. It just fumbled up, like it just fumbled in my lap. I wasn't looking for this. It just happened. So, you know, that's how we're going to rock. Um, but, yeah, don't send it to me. Yeah, just don't send it to me because I'm, I'm going to watch it. I got to find it. Don't present it to me. and Let me find it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, The Last Dance comes on on Sunday. And, and it's kind of odd because whenever I watch so, uh, whenever I watch The Last Dance, it'll be me, uh, it's me and my girl. And we're... We watched the first episode of The Last Dance. We put the second episode on the DVR, and then we flip over to Insecure on uh, Insecure on HBO um, at uh, at ten o'clock to catch uh, <laughs> to catch Insecure. So when Insecure goes off, we flip. Uh, we go to the DVR, go to the second episode of The Last Dance, and we watch it from the beginning. So we got a system going. We got systems going. We got a system going. It's really working, and I'm very proud of us uh, because we get two of the best things ever right now at this point in time in life uh, on TV. And uh, with Insecure, it's, it just keeps getting messier and messier every episode. Like, whew. Man. Wow. So for um, for starters, um, Issa and Molly seem to have talked things out, maybe in their own way, whatever. Um, but I don't think they're going to get like to to like where they were before this whole thing because they were both like outrageously shady, um, very very shady. But the thing is, I think they've been this way this whole time. I think they've been this way this whole time and now it's just coming to now it's just coming to a head where like it's being it's getting a little annoying because ever since then like they've both elevated in their own ways. So I think I think as people it's okay to grow to outgrow friends. You know, like you can still call this person your friend and and you know, as you get older you can as you get older you gradually stop, you know, uh talking to him, hanging with him, uh, you know, on a regular basis, just because like y'all have outgrown each other. And I think this is, I think we're going, we're, we're coming to, 
this might again this might be me reading a little bit too far deep into it but it might be something where we come into a situation where Issa and Molly have grown apart and like their friendship that's a hot take that's a really hot take now if I guess that right then I need to be in the writer's room next season I need to be in the writer's room next season because like that's how that's how it's shaping up to be um and for starters, I think this season, granted, we're like three episodes in, but the whole thing with Molly and her father from last, from, from last year is uh, it's a little drawn out, you know? It's a, it's a little drawn out for me. For me. Because it's like, everybody's like, man, he did that shit uh, 20, 30 years ago, like... <laughs> Like he said, he was sorry. Like he hasn't done it since. Like let this shit go, and like I think I don't know. I I just think they had Molly like over, like severely overreacting to it, severely overreacting to it. Um, so yeah, that that like that's the only uh, that's my only uh, the only thing that bothered me about this particular episode. How I. Like, they made it a thing that she actually finally made it up, uh, made up with her father after her brother had to had to talk to her because she was wilding. Um, so, yeah, I just I, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of that particular storyline. I think they could have left that out because that's some shit niggas forgot about from last season. Like, damn, I ain't ain't nobody think about that shit. Uh oh. Oh man. Yeah, um, as far as the messiness, Condola and Lawrence, right? Condola and Lawrence, like, uh, they are, they're great for each other if Issa isn't around. As long as Issa's there, that shit is going to be like, it's, uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good. (laughs) It's really not going to turn out well. Uh, because as long as Issa, as long as Issa is around, they're both like they both still have, uh, like the ability to reminisce or some shit to the ability to not forget what the fuck just happened. In their case, over the course of five years, you know, it's toxic as hell. Like when you're finished with somebody, be done with them, go on, you know, don't think about them no more. Like because they ain't thinking about you. Um, be that as it may, like you, you still got like this shit happens. Um, but yeah, it's it makes the dynamic of uh, I think it makes the dynamic of Lawrence and Condola's relationship a little bit more, a little bit more difficult to say the least. Because on Condola's hand, she's like, "Damn, like is he comparing me to Issa?" Like, is he going to go back to her? Da, 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 da. And then on Lawrence's hand, it's like, damn, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, what is so goddamn funny? Uh, so it's it's odd. It's awkward. I don't think I could do it. I don't like I don't think a lot of people can do it. Um, I, it takes you got to be very mature. You have to be very, very mature. Uh, and I think this is just me guessing. I'm just spitballing here. Like, I don't I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, it's not, 
it's not looking good. It's not looking promising. And the fact that the episode ended with Lawrence responding to a uh, responding to a story that Issa put up while she was in the Mexican restaurant with her brother for Thanksgiving. If you haven't seen the show, oh fucking well, I just spoiled it. Get over it. But because uh, that was very descriptive. Man. Um but yeah, like she she made a she made an Instagram story and posted it and after Lawrence and Condola got into this got into this argument about Condola not exactly inviting Lawrence to their friends get to her friends giving and Condola's friend being quote unquote drunk and like running off at the mouth and saying that Lawrence was just like a fuck buddy or whatever. Of course that didn't sit right. That didn't sit well. So they had an argument, whatever, whatever. So then Lawrence goes home, sees this uh, Instagram story of Issa and decides to respond. He responded. He responded. So, as the uh, as as Maya's case of the X is playing in the background, the typing bubbles pop up for Issa, and then it goes to Mike. <laughs> oh man, that is messy as fuck. That is messy, and I hate it had to be Lawrence. Like I'm Lawrence Hive to the death. You know what I'm saying? Gang, gang, you heard? Fuck is you talking about? Um. Lawrence have all day, but uh, I think as a member of the Lawrence have, I think we gotta we gotta we gonna have to step back and and check. Gotta, we gotta check Lawrence a little bit. Like, uh, come on, man! Like, really, <laughs> really? This is this is it. This is what's come down to. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I think I posed the uh, I posed the question today. And um, the question was, is Lawrence trash? <sighs> See, I'm not at liberty to, to to say whether he is trash or isn't trash. Um, at, as a nigga, niggas do trash shit sometimes. Sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I... What, was his business is his business. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Messi, uh, Lawrence, you, you got chill. I mean, shit, Issa, like, Issa ain't no better. Issa ain't no better. Issa ain't no better. Because the whole time while she see him happy with Condola, she's sitting there having a conversation with her brother, like, damn, like, basically saying that, like, she get jealous because it's like she, quote unquote, groomed this nigga to what he is now and somebody else is reaping the benefits. First off, toxic queen. That's trash. That's the, that's, that's a trash statement. That's a trash as statement because if a nigga would have said it it would have been trash as well and everybody that's listening knows it everybody that's listening knows it that's like some real future shit but um but yeah like 
in her heart of hearts, like she wants, like she wants to go back. She sees where Lawrence is at this point in time, and she she want to go back. She want to go back. She want to go back to my nigga Lawrence. And deep down inside, Lawrence know that shit. So what he gonna do? He gonna play to it. He gonna play to it. I mean that's that would it would it would be trash if it would to ha- if it were to happen like that. But I I'm no writer. I don't know how this goes. I'm in the dark just as much as y'all are. So take that for what it is. And uh yeah, I can't wait for next I can't wait for the next episode. Watch, this shit's gonna be over in like two or three weeks, fucking around. It'll be eight what is it, eight, ten episodes? I think it's like eight, ten episodes. Before you know it, man, we're gonna have to wait another goddamn year for the other shit. Got a bitch, but um, yeah, Insecure, man, it's a great show. Excuse me, that was a really, really good show. Um, so I guess uh, Gay's worth a billion dollars. All right, that uh, you know, some news like you really don't give a fuck about. You really like you really don't give a fuck about this shit. So you telling me a, a nigga got crowned, <laughs> he got crowned a billionaire in the midst of a pandemic? That's trash as fuck. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Morally, that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. But you know what? It came across my shade room feed. <laughs> it came across my shade room feed, and uh, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I'm in the ghetto. Ratatata. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. <laughs> so I was on, <laughs> I was on Facetime with my dad, and my mom came on, and she's like, "I listened to your show." I was like, "You like it?" She was like, "It was all right." I, this thing is kind of weird that you laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like who the hell else would mom laugh at, mom? Yeah, it's just, it's just me now. Just me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know where I was going with that either. I'm all over the place, but I think <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's worth a billion dollars. What the goddamn do? Wow, I sound like a hater. I sound like a hater, don't I? If I sound like a hater, you can tell me I sound like a hater. But I. Yeah, like I wrote it down as something to talk about, but like as I'm as I'm in my groove now, and I'm going down going down the notes that I jotted, as I'm going down the list, when I got to it, it did really didn't hit like that no more. Like I really didn't give a fuck about it no more. I mean, yeah, I didn't give a fuck about. It. I don't give a fuck about it no more. So, um, something that I was uh, so we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Uh, something that I was thinking about today. Was you know what was, what was or what is some things that um, 
that y'all are trying to focus on more during uh during this during the pandemic that we're in um is it something like what learning a new hobby trying to break some habits whatever um i was thinking about things like that uh today while i was uh while i was at work um and it was the 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 aspect of being available and being present um I thought about this because I noticed that, you know, whenever I look back on, you know, my past relationships, it was more so like I look at the dude, I look at the dude then <laughs> compared to me now, I'm like, it's cringy, man. <laughs> Shit is cringy. Cringy as fuck. Wow. Um, but yeah, like one of the things I was thinking about was how, you know, in past relationships, I was... I was present, but like being actually being available, you know, uh, what I mean by being available, it's uh, I mean, more so of actually taking in the moments that's happening around you at that particular point in time, meaning that if I'm in a if I'm in a space, if I'm in a space with this person, um, I'm not so much focused on my phone or or everything else uh i'm not so much focused on my phone and, and and nothing else i'm more so focused on like how she's reacting and um how she's reacting to different things and, and the environment and just you know just being present in the moment and i think we get uh i think we get caught up in that sometimes because like we got to get everything for instagram you know we got to get everything for uh for twitter and facebook and whatnot we don't like take the time to, you know, just, like, enjoy, enjoy the shit. Like, I might sound like an old, like, <laughs> I might sound like a baby boomer or some shit, but, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's hard to put the phone down, man. Sometimes it's hard to not get a picture of it, to not get a, to not get a picture of it, to not get a picture of the gram. Sometimes you just got to tell people you had to be there, right? You just got to tell people you had to be there. And, uh, you know, with us now spending a lot more time with, uh, spending a lot more time with loved ones like me, I, I've spent, uh, I spent a lot more time with, uh, with my kids and, and my family, um, kids, my family and, and my girl. And I noticed that when, when I'm around them is more so, um, talking, <laughs> It's more so talking for the longest time. I, I'd say, like, in in high school, I noticed that I was more so of an introvert than anything. So, like, I really didn't talk, you know. Hey, Chris, I was just, like, how was school today? It was good. Hey, Chris, like, what? Why you ain't getting on the field? <laughs> why, you ain't, why are you playing football every year and not getting on the field? I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> But I had heart though. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, like I, I was very introverted. I didn't talk a lot. So like as um, as I got older and you know I get into these relationships and whatnot. Uh, as I look back on all of those instances, I noticed that like I really didn't talk. I really I I really didn't talk about anything of substance. Like yeah, girl, I care about you. Dude. I care about you so much. Girl, man, girl, man, LOL, smiley face. 
It was more so like shit like that. And then like, boom, you think you're in love. <laughs> no, nigga. <laughs> you don't know shit about this girl. What are you talking about? But um, but yeah, it was more so that. Like, we never really talked about anything of substance. Never really knew too much, uh, too much in depth about the girl. Um, and in turn, like, that's why... I'm where I am now, and they are where they are, uh, where, and they are where they're at, at this very moment. Shout out to there, there, there. Um, but yeah, let me try to get back on track because <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that was going. Oh man, but yeah, just just like being in the moment, you know, being in the moment is is, is mainly what uh what I'm what I'm saying. Um, you know, when the last time I was, uh, the last time I was with my kids, I I went through like this stuff that they were listening to on YouTube, and you know, here's me trying to learn the songs and you know do their dances and whatnot. And then you got um, you got you know they doing a new dance that you haven't seen them do before. They're saying a new phrase that you haven't heard before. It's more so like witnessing those moments and. Uh, witnessing those moments and and you know cherishing them and you know actually actually being there. Um, when I was with my girl, like we like we spent a lot of time together, and with us having to be in the house with like with one another um, uh, at points and times, like we we have to find things to do, and uh, like it involves getting a little bit creative. <laughs> And if I was getting a little bit creative, putting like putting your acting hat on, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago I threw her a uh, a happy hour. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a happy hour. I made a playlist. Um, uh, she asked for a particular menu. I cooked it, and you know, she acted like she was at the bar at happy hour. I was making drinks. I was serving up food. Boom, 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 boom. And boom. She loved it. This, uh, she, something she did for me was she threw me a, a painting sip. Cause I told her I'd never, like, that was something I'd, I've never done before. So, um, she, she texted me one day. She was like, you, you want, like, I got something for you. Do you want it to be a surprise or do you want to know now? I was like, I want to know now because I don't like surprises. So <laughs> she was like, well, you say you wanted to paint. You've you never done a paint slip, so we're going to do a paint slip this weekend. I was like, bet. That's what's up. What are we paying? So she was going to tell me, but she was like, I'm going to keep that a secret. I was like, bet. So uh, we find out what, I'm pay- what we're paying, and that shit was butter. That shit was butter. It was hard. It was hard, and it was fun. It was fun as fuck. <laughs> man, it was so fun. Like, I, I, man, I'll post a picture. I'll post a picture tomorrow uh, of our of our art so, so y'all can see what the fuck going on here. Shit. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, just being, being available and being present and being, you know, interactive with what you got going on. You know, it's uh, it, it's made for uh, for healthier relationships with healthier relationships as far as my romantic relationship, um, and it's also helped me as helped me as a parent. Um, being a parent, like of course, you have to be like very attentive 
Um, so like I try to I try to be as attentive as possible. Yeah. <laughs> as attentive as possible because, you know, like I don't want to miss something. Like you know, with me being down here and then being up there. Like I like I I miss I think I miss a lot and that's the reason why I'm trying to get back up to uh, get back up there because like I feel as though I feel as though I'm missing a lot so um, yeah like I, I I have to learn to be uh, had to learn to be more way more attentive um, to them as far as what they're doing things that they're saying the gibberish that they're saying that doesn't sound like that's that's Sounds like words, but not quite words. It sounds like words smushed together. <laughs> sounds like words, but not quite words. So you, so you got to listen to them, repeat it about ten times, and then on like the eleventh time, you finally get it, and that's a sense of accomplishment for me, anyway. But, uh, but yeah, just like being, being there, being available, being, uh, being uh, in the moment. It's something that. Um, I think that I've tried to do better with, um, not just answering a question with yeah, answering the question with yeah, and this is why it was yeah. Tell me why yours could be yeah, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Just you know, communicating. That's all it is. It's, it's it's literally communicating. Niggas get a lot of flack all the time for not being able to communicate, and nine times out of ten. The flack is is deserved because we don't communicate at all. I mean, check out me and my co-host. <laughs> I love you. While I come back, um, but yeah, like that's that's where it was. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm a way better communicator now than, than I than I ever was. I think so. Anyway. You know, when I compare it to, when I compare it to, like, my high school and college self, like, yeah, I'm a way better communicator than what I was. Shit. I would, like, man. <laughs> Thank God for growth, right? <laughs> God damn. But, um, but, yeah, man, like, I... That's 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 just one thing that I that that crossed my mind today. Excuse me, and I thought I'd get it off my chest on uh, on my personal platform because I know I'm not the only one who who feels this way. I know I'm not the only one who's 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 smelling the roses as they're as they're walking by. You know, everybody's doing it in some way, shape, or form. Um, but that's all I got today, man. I can only pump out 35 minutes for you, but it's a good 35 minutes. It's a heartfelt 35 minutes. Let me know, let me know how you feel about that 35 minutes on the uh, on the two the hard way Instagram at uh, the number two the hard way pod uh, on the gram and um, you know any updates regarding the show is going to be on there first, 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 first. Um, but yeah, man. Hit me up on Instagram at uh, the number two, the hard way podcast. Um, <clears throat> also hit the, uh, you can hit me on my personal Instagram at hip underscore hophead. Um, and let me know what you think about the show. Um, let me know if you want to hear something from me. Uh, you know, get at me. I'm active. I'm active. I'm going to start doing interviews again too. 
I'm gonna start doing interviews again because I found I found the internet software to do it. I got the internet software to do it. So I'm gonna start doing interviews. So if I hit you with a link, if I hit you with a link, we need to come up with a date. Come up with a date so we can chop it up. I ain't heard from some of y'all niggas in a long time. So y'all hit the inbox. All right. All right. It's been a two dollar podcast. Thank y'all for joining me this evening. Y'all have a good one. Bless up.